Hey, 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 we are back here on Speak Now Pro Wrestling. It is Wednesday nights, and you know what that means. We are here to chat about AEW Dynamite. Now, here's the thing. This was kind of a whirlwind episode. We got some really big stuff that are going down here tonight. So, of course, the second that I saw this man's tweet, I'm like, I got to bring him on the show because we've got none other than Righteous Reg here in the house. Uh, Reg, man, how's it going? It's going great, Denise. Thanks for having me. Very uh, impactful episode of Dynamite here tonight. A lot of things we liked and some things we didn't like. Oh, I already kind of know the things that you didn't like, and I can't <laughs> wait to hear your thoughts about that. But we are going to go ahead and get into the show and some of the big things that occurred that included a confrontation between MJF and Adam Cole, a killer phenomenal match between Orange Cassidy mm -hmm. and Swerve Strickland, and a killer main event that involved Jay White and Ricky Starks. But just a heads up to everybody that's here, uh, please go and send in Super Chats at any point throughout the show. If you do, they will read read here on the stream your hot takes your cold takes your opinions uh whatever it is you're more than welcome to send them in here on the show not only does it get whatever it is that you have to say read here but also it helps support me help support this podcast helps me bringing cool guests like reg so that i can give them a little bit of cash for taking their time to come on here to the podcast so yes all super chats definitely uh count a whole lot but we got our first one here today from james hammond who says can't use a gun without bullets get the joke this is where we're starting with this i am this already off come on <laughs> you guys <laughs> that's part. you know what today's that day though i posted this like mm -hmm. really stupid tweet by the way today's like stupid tweet day for oh it stupid is. tweet day for me is every day by the way mm -hmm. and you know how we got the hung bucks today i tweeted out a i just googled a uh, hanging dollar bills <laughs> and then put an image of like just like hundred dollar bills being hung and i'm like humbugs mm -hmm. really Humbug. stupid Whoa. stuff but hey it's a play on words if it's there grab it take it throw it out there that's it that's how it goes james hammond thank you so much for sending in that super chat and getting the podcast party started so let's get right into it because we got numerous topics to talk about reg i want to kick things off with AEW Collision, because mm -hmm. we are officially 10 days away from this brand new show starting uh, June 17th. Yeah. And today, Tony Khan officially made the announcement of what the main event is going to be. Good and match. the main event is going to be uh, Jay White teaming up with Juice Robinson and Samoa Joe wow. to take on the team of FTR and you guessed it, CM Punk, who is making his return to the company after all the drama. So Reg, first and foremost, what did you think of this announcement? What do you think of the match itself? It's uh, a lot to take in. It's very shocking. I had heard some rumors. We had heard some rumors. Everybody had heard some rumors that uh, potentially this first match could be CM Punk facing off against Samoa Joe. Then we started hearing these rumors about Jay White being of interest to CM Punk. And then they go in and announce this match. This is pretty insane. You know, we thought that uh, FTR would be involved with Collision too because they're CM Punk, they're friends and all this. But for them to announce this big match with all these people involved, we're going to see CM Punk come back in a match where he's on the other side of the ring against Samoa Joe and Jay White and Juice Robinson, you know, not for nothing. That's just crazy. That's like a, an amazing way to start Collision and to be in Chicago too, Denise. Come on. I know. And you mm. mentioned all of these big names and already I'm thinking, 
Hmm. CM Punk Samoa Joe. Mm. Hell yeah. CM Punk Jay White. Even more of a hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting here because one of the topics that we've been talking about, Reg, is Mm -hmm. what to expect from the crowd. Now, we know in Chicago, uh, we're all expecting for the majority of the audience to be going crazy for CM Punk. I'm not expecting CM Punk to be booed here. And to me, Putting Jay White, who is a really great heel, one of the best Mm -hmm. heels in professional wrestling, I kind of feel like that's AEW kind of making sure that CM Punk does get Uh cheered. Great points are being made here because the the Samoa Joe one-on-one match would have been interesting because Samoa Joe, he's kind of both like people really like him and he could get you to hate him too, but it's Joe, man. That was just going to be, it would have been a bigger just like cheering moment, I feel, for the match. And Jay White's going to come in and add some heat because you know he's going to say some things to get CM Punk off. People are probably going to talk a little bit before this match starts. I think this was probably what you're saying, why you're saying it is the best move that they made making this a six-man match. I think so, too. I feel like it's going to maybe, uh, and here's the thing, like, again, it's Chicago, and I think most of us Mm -hmm. are expecting cheers, but what's going to happen the weeks after? How are people going to react? Mm -hmm. Canada's going to be super interesting because, they're pretty smart up there, I feel, for the most part. And they could take this as, we hate this guy. He messed up with our, you know, our God, Kenny Omega. He's from here. He got us, got Kenny away, taken away from us for a moment. He could be one of the most hated mans in the building. And Canada will let you know. So it's going to be interesting. I'm more interested in the crowd there because we know Chicago is going to be lit. My podcast co-host is so excited already i know it's lit out there in chicago but when they get to canada kenny omega territory chris jericho territory that's the interesting part i know and what's funny is that i didn't even think about that right now until you mentioned it where it's like Mm -hmm. yeah kenny omega chris jericho who does cm punk have problems with kenny omega chris jericho to name a few tough (laughs) oh my god you know i think like the next week after that too right like he gets the big chicago thing and then the next week it could be like whoa (laughs) it's gonna be so weird reg because we went into a world where not too long ago uh you know cm punk was coming into AEW, making his grand debut everybody was going Google Gaga oh my god this and that and you know the guy had two championship runs that were brief mm-hmm. but they were still count as two and to go from a place where we're cheering for this man he's giving us ice cream to a place where you don't know what the reaction is going to be you might have ice cream again Denise we don't know yet <laughs> okay so if you, okay let me ask you a question let me ask you a question and also pose this question to the chat if uh-huh. you hate CM Punk and he gives you ice cream are you going to cheer for him instead Listen, ice cream is involved. I'm going to cheer the guy that got me the ice cream. Who's going to boo somebody that gives them ice cream? Thanks. I hate you. Thanks for this great ice cream. I don't know. You know, people are weird, though. I understand. Depends on what kind of ice cream it is also. People could be allergic. They need vegan ice cream. They need. They like gelato. They like sorbet. I don't know. It could be anything. That's true, right? I love how you're like, hey, they could be like vegan. Or I don't know. <laughs> how dare you, CM Punk, not give me vegan ice cream? Exactly. I, see, I, you see I it. did try the ice cream that he was uh, the the popsicles that he was giving out in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I forgot for I think it was for All Out was when I had it or something, and it was not bad. And I'm not really that big of a fan of that style of uh, ice cream, but I still enjoyed it. I thought the chocolate, the out the outer layer, was really good. Now, did it make you want to cheer him more after you ate the ice cream? Well, let me tell you, Reg, I'm already a really big fan of CM Punk. And I'm one of those people that are still excited to see what's going to happen with CM Punk in AEW. Uh, Are you that person? 
or are you not? I'm super excited about this. I never thought, even after all the drama I've been pitching on my podcast everywhere, they're like, oh, it's just a fight. You guys relax. What's going on here? Still 100%. This guy, we remember what was happening when he was here. We were having great promos, super fun matches, great, amazing angles all around. Like he just made the show better, brought a different energy here. And I'm ready to see it back. And if we're going to be getting all that energy we've been getting from him on Collision, let's get Collision started. 10 days. Let's go. I'm all in. What what are you expecting from Collision? As a fan, what do you want to see happen on the show? Or what do you want to see on Collision? Kind of pretty much what they're pitching in the uh, the little trailer sport. All these people that we haven't seen over here. We got Miro. We got Scorpio Sky. We got Andrade. We got Punk. We got Thunder Rosa. Like these people that have kind of been on the limbo. We don't know too much about. When we talk on all of our podcasts, Denise, you know, your chats and everything have been filled. Like, where's Miro at? Where's Andrade? Like, we hear that every single week. So the people that they're saying, where are these people? I just want to see them be able to get a chance to shine out here and uh, kind of ride that what that wave that CM Punk's about to bring over here. Man, it's going to be a good time. I do have one more question for you, and I don't know mm -hmm. if this is maybe a good question, but uh, do we expect CM Punk to turn heel during this match? Because again, like we mentioned, Jay White is a great mm -hmm. heel. So are they going to turn him heel here? Or are they going to wait till next, The you know, when he's not in Chicago? Uh, what are you I, expecting? I think Chicago, you can't, there's no way Chicago's going to ever boom, no matter what he does. Even if he tries to go heel right there, they're going to be like, nah, we love you. We don't care. It doesn't matter. He has to turn heel, I think, is where we're landing on this because just the energy around him feels like this is a natural progression into being heel. I think they got just got to milk it for a couple of weeks. They'll see what happens in Canada. If Canada's going nuts, like, right, the next week after that, I think they might be in Canada again. Do it then. Like, we don't have to milk this. The crowds are going to let you know pretty immediately what's going on here. And uh, also, I think, and I'm not sure, but I think we have AEW up in the house here today. Wow. Uh, what's up? All right. And we got so many more ching, ching. Uh, comments in here uh, that are rolling in. Exactly. The cha-ching. Uh, we got Grapple Geekery who sends in a super chat saying, everyone, the Jericho and Adam Cole feud isn't going to last for months. Look Holy at that. Shit. Look at that. That's a that's a new precedent being set. We didn't even hear about Jericho. I don't know where he was at today. Let's celebrate you guys. <laughs> hip, I remember hip, that day at hip, Double hooray. or Nothing, by the way. We, you were sitting a row behind me, mm. and I just remember turning to you and Phil and was like, man, what would you guys think of that match? Uh, mm. I'm kind of glad that this was over and done with. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved Jericho Roderick Strong, but I did yeah. not love Jericho Adam Cole, unfortunately. Uh, and that's what's crazy about it, Denise, is Jericho this year has had a lot of fan, fun matches, uh, and the run that he had as a Ring of Honor champion when he's taking on Bandito, he's doing all these things. I think he was doing a lot of fun stuff, but that Adam Cole match just was not at all kind of an unfortunate way for adam cole to be transitioning to his next he's like that's kind of how you ended it uh, i guess the tag match that they had last week kind of made up for it so yeah we're out of the Jericho Vortex. Shout out to Adam Cole for being the shortest in probably history at this point. So you know we're going to enter into a whole new Jericho Vortex. It's just oh, a yeah. matter of who. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Taylor Cannon, who also is a YouTube member, shout out to Taylor, sends in a super chat saying, hey, Reg, I got to say, I really enjoyed the, sh uh, the show. Cassidy mm -hmm. versus Swerve was a banger. The Cole and MJF mic battle was good, too. Uh, we have Bo Booth, who says, boo CM Punk, I'm a fro-yo. <laughs> See, exactly. <laughs> 
the Froyo people aren't represented. They're like, I don't care about this ice cream. I don't want this. You know what, though? I'm also kind of considering more of myself more of a Froyo person than an ice cream person. So I do kind of agree here with Bo Boots. CM Punk, CM Punk Froyo, dude, get on it. Get the marketing team. Somebody tell Tony Khan. <laughs> um, Andrew Cool sends in a super chat saying, I hope it's not like SmackDown 2011 through 2016 where they do a promo to book a random tag team match and mm -hmm. also do not do recaps from Dynamite there. Uh, no point. Okay. Uh, I think because it is, you know, the first episode, it's a matter of like, wait and see, give them a second mm -hmm. to like start building these feuds. So I get it. There's really no uh, real reason as to why we're getting this, uh, you know, the six person tag. But at the same time, it's like, okay, it's the first show. Yeah, do you think, uh, would you prefer that kind of method of Dynamite and Collision being like totally separate shows? They're not even mentioning like, this is like another island of things over here. Or would you kind of prefer them to have a little bit of mixing up here and there? I would say a mix because mm -hmm. you do kind of see a little bit of a mix on Rampage, but I think that's yeah. part of the reason that has kind of hurt Rampage, where mm -hmm. even though there is a, a little bit of, you know, this is what's going on on Dynamite, for example, like, on Rampage, we're going to get that four-way, and whoever wins that is going to go on to face Tony Storm at uh, Dynamite next week. Things mm -hmm. like that I do like, but I don't like when we just basically have these sole-only storylines on Rampage that if I'm – and then all of a sudden – randomly on dynamite they're appearing and i'm like well if i haven't been watching rampage i don't know what's going on mm -hmm. so i want to see dynamite and collision be its own thing but not acting like the other doesn't exist if right. it calls for them to do something that follows up something that happened on dynamite i'm totally mm -hmm. cool with that but then again reg i guess that goes into you know the rumors and the reports about whether or not we're going to be seeing this brand split and we still don't really have much information about that not really and the interesting thing about this collision thing is what we've talked about phil and i talked about this past weekend is the dynamite immediately after that is also in chicago and is cm punk not going to be on this chicago show too because he's exclusive to collision or whatever's going on and people got to be separate what's going to happen there we immediately are running into one of these conflicts or whatever you want to call it like a few days later which is going to be great to see you know like i want to see cm punk on dynamite point blank, right i want to exactly. see that Exactly. So uh, what do they do? I don't know. What do they do? <laughs> and what's going to happen for pay-per-views? We still don't know. So many questions. Pay-per-views. <laughs> Roberto Arsenal sends in a super chat saying, I think CM Punk will wrestle Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. It was supposed to go down last year, but he got hurt. Good dynamite today. Uh, good NBA finals too. I don't know what the plan is going to be for CM Punk at Forbidden Door. Uh, you know, you mentioned that Tanahashi match. And of course, I don't think anybody here would not want to see that. Yeah, Is like there it. anybody though that you would be like, oh, I would prefer this person over Tanahashi. Although who would prefer anybody over Tanahashi? Because Tanahashi I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I think Tanahashi is going to represent a good thing for that. But I mean, I think all the CM Punk match we want to see is with Kenta because they've been building for this match for legit years and years. Since CM Punk hit his first go to sleep in WWE, Kenta was like, hey, yo, that's mine. So, like, <laughs> let's just do this match already, you guys. We got it here. Kenta's hot. CM Punk's going to come back. That's a great match that you already have backstory with. Let's, let's do it. Amir F sends in a super chat saying another thing collision is in Newark, New Jersey on July 22nd, where they chanted FCM Punk at full gear. I had forgotten about that. Right, right. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, the collision shows are going to be interesting. We're going to see quickly how the crowds feel because it's a big mix. Like the Chicago one's going to be something. But then after that, they get into Jersey, they get into Canada, they get into all these different places that aren't immediately fond of this guy. But 
if we're going full heel, it's going to be great heat, I think, at the end of the day. So, hey, at good. the end of the day, it's all about that heat. <laughs> it depends on who you're asking, right? Right, 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 right. Taylor Cannon sends in a super chat saying, hey, Denise and Reg, tonight was a good show. Uh, sort of, oh, I think she might have sent the the... Oh, I think you might have sent the super chat twice, but she says mm. Swerpernote versus Orange Cassidy was a banger. The mic battle between Cole and MJF was a banger too. Oh, and Chicago is going to be lit for CM Punk. Thank you so mm -hmm. much to Taylor uh, for sending in the super chat. We much appreciate it. Sheldon Jackson says, my concern with Collision is the fact that once uh, CFB, oh, okay, okay. Uh, the college Canadian football. football or college, college football. College football. Oh, man, yeah. I was thinking Canadian. Nobody be watching Canadian football. <laughs> my man. husband Come watches on. Canadian football. <laughs> so it's like in my, it's in my brain, but and, and that's the CFL, right? The CFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> college football. In my mind, I was like, because I saw NFL and I saw CFB and I'm like, oh, that's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody be watching Canadian football. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sheldon Jackson says, my concern with collision is the fact that once CFB and the NFL kicks off again. I wonder how they'll do with either at attendance or ratings on Saturday. True. And I know that they're, I know that Tony Khan mentioned somewhere in one of these interviews or these press conferences that they're kind of basing it along the lines of, you know, what they have done with, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Battle of the Bouts and any of the yep. events that they've had on Saturdays. And that's what they're kind of using as a comparison for the ratings and whatnot. I have a feeling that the first early episodes are really going to be strong, especially this first one, considering that CM Punk's coming back. But mm -hmm. everything after that, I do think it's going to be a little bit of a question mark, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's Saturday. I think people are going to eventually watch it anyways. But I don't know if they're going to be a lot of people tuning in live. They're going to have competition like uh, pretty much every Saturday with UFC and football and basketball when it comes like all these things that are going to be happening on Saturday nights. But I mean, wrestling is wrestling and I'm going to be watching and people that are expected to tune in to watch it are going to watch it. So I don't get really too into the ratings and all that because like uh, Warner Brothers was like, we want this show, bro. Here's money for it. Like they know what's going to go on here. They don't expect it to come in and start doing 2 million viewers. I don't think they expect it to do Rampage numbers. I think they expect it to do better than Rampage numbers. And that's really all that's going to be needed here. Exactly. And I kind of feel like now with Collision, though, I will say this, though, now with Collision, I kind of don't really feel the need to watch Rampage. True. And I don't know if that's just me, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't help but to have that feeling. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate because not i think a lot of people feel how you feel it already was like a, i'll watch rampage like they had the big rampage last week we we're all excited for but i don't know if every every single week people are like i'm going to tune into rampage and it's going to be exactly what you said i think people are going to want to tune in even less and especially because they're back-to-back -back nights rampage is friday and then collision is going to be saturday that's just hard for a lot of people they're going to choose yeah, I agree. Uh, Johnny sends in a super chat saying MJF versus Adam Cole with RVD as a referee. Hey, what? we had randomly Sabu, so why can't we have RVD, man? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, also, shout out to brand new YouTube member Stuart James and also Corey MacArthur. You guys rock. Thank you so much for joining the DWO. Melissa yes. Cabello sends in a super chat saying the elite and CM Punk need to man up, shake hands, and do what's best for AEW. Reg, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. You got in a fight with whoever your enemy is, whoever your enemy, you, you got in a fight mm -hmm. and there was an opportunity to, I don't know, do something with this person, some sort of work collaboration. And you were guaranteed that you would make, I don't know, a million dollars. Would you or would you not co co uh, collaborate with your enemy? If 
in the guise of pro wrestling, which I know and have been around for a lot of years, I know how the backstage area works. I know how these wrestlers' brains work. I know how these things are. Uh, people do hold grudges, but people then also don't hold grudges. I think in this specific case, I think what's going to happen here is CM Punk's going to come back. He's going to start having a lot of fun. They're going to be having a great time over there on Collision. And I think the guys are going to eventually be like, man, what are we doing here? Let's because we're people are going to be clamoring for these matches for this CM, maybe the CM Punk and FTR against Kenny and the Bucks or Hangman and the Bucks or whatever kind of combination here. They're going to be clamoring for this immediately off rip. The people that know about what happened at Brawl Out are going to be kind of expecting maybe some on TV resolution. There might never be, but there's going to be a section of fans that are like, Oh, hey, what happened there? Maybe we can solve it here on TV. So, I mean, if it were me, I'd shake hands, but I wasn't in there. My dog didn't get punched. My friend didn't bite somebody. I don't know. You're like, <laughs> I was in bed during this brawl. I'm saying. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I wasn't there. Hey, man, and it's someone's dog, all right? Well, technically, it was CM Punk's dog, but, uh, you know, it's just like, man, things got yeah. very ugly. Ryan oh, Pregler <laughs> sends in a super chat saying, what if Punk joins the Bullet Club in addition to him turning heel? It would add more fuel to the fire of a feud with the elite fans would hate it i don't know how i would feel about that i think yeah. hate would definitely be a strong word yeah. but i don't know if that's something that would happen no i'm not that interested in that i think him going against those guys is better than him joining bullet club cm punk doesn't need any of that like it get a lot of heat and i don't think he's gonna be in new i don't know i'm not into it i like uh, him against them Alrighty, and we got another super chat here from Heidi Ho, who says, I started losing interest in AEW during the build to the first Forbidden Door, and it's been a struggle trying to get it back, but I understand I'm not the target audience, and I'm glad others enjoy it. I feel like there, there was a couple weeks, uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago, where I kind of felt we got a couple of dynamites that weren't so great, but here's the mm. thing, though, is that I do feel like whenever you have like a bad week, they're cognizant of that, and they yep. pick up right after that, like immediately where we left off. And I know that Tony and the Double or Nothing Media Scrum kind of spoke about having, you know, some high hopes for the summer of eight for AEW summer of 2023 and kind mm -hmm. of talking about getting those ratings back up. And based on, you know, the collision stuff, based mm -hmm. on we're going into Forbidden Door, which we're going to talk about in just a second, yep. I feel like that really gives AEW a lot to play with to kind of get things going once again for them. Mm -hmm. I do understand what this person is saying here because. They are going into a very hardcore summer. Like uh, fans like me, I'm like, hey, yo, uh, Okada and Brian Danielson are wrestling. I don't care about anything else in the world. That's amazing. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I don't need any. I don't need nothing. Just put the match on. Let's go. And there's going to be a lot of things that are for me. And I'm so happy that finally, see, people be saying I'm shilling for AEW. It's because they give me what I want, big dog. If you give me what I've been wanting for years, yo, cater to, remember they said in that press release with WB was like, yo, you guys cater to hardcores and we like that shit. They cater to hardcores and they're going to continue to cater to them. Hardcores like me, I'm so excited about Forbidden Door. I'm super excited about All In, All Out, seeing CM Punk, seeing these matches. Like, because they're going to just start rattling off these CM Punk matches, I feel like back to back like the week after we'll get another uh dream match a week after that we'll get another dream match we're going to get a lot of them and a lot of them are not going to be build up with stories or anything it's just going to be cm punk's back we want to see this guy wrestle all the best wrestlers in the world and it's going to be fun 
Yeah, and I like that you mentioned that, you know, seeing these different matchups that some of them may not have, you know, these built in storylines, but there are some of the things that I do like that AEW does a whole lot of is put together these random fresh matchups that so many of us didn't think we were actually going to see. And I think that's mm-hmm. something to definitely, uh, you know, be excited about. Uh, Corey McCarthy, the brand new YouTube member says, hello, Denise. Mm-hmm. Yes, new member. Appreciate your passion and love for pro wrestling. Hello, Reggie, as well. Uh I feel weird calling you Reggie, but he said <laughs> Reggie on here. I was like, oh, it's my wait. name. It's my name. <laughs> I'm so used to just calling you Reg that calling you Reggie sounds weird. It's all good. That's my name. People call me that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to restate that. Hello, mm-hmm. Reg, as well. Look forward to Cole versus MJF. I'm sorry. I can't call you Reggie. So funny. It's weird if I was saying it. Even in your face, you're like Reggie, and you're like, maybe forgot for a second who you're talking about. Like, no, that's me. <laughs> Like in my mind, sometimes I forget. Uh, I, I know, so stupid, right? But sometimes I forget that people's names are like short for something or this yeah. and that. I remember my friend had a boyfriend and she would call him Bob all the time. And I mm-hmm. would be like, oh my God, his name is Bob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I thought it was just Bob no. without realizing it was Robert. Robert, yeah, no one's just named Bob. That's pretty rare. But like my full name is Reginald. So like yeah. Reginald, Reg, Reggie, like I could be any of those. Like double R on me. It's, it's me. It's the guy. So. And I only knew by the way that it was Reginald because of like when I was like sending you cash for the past shows that we've Mm -hmm. done together. I was like, oh, Reg stands for Reginald. Mm -hmm. My government government name's just on display right there for everybody to see. (laughs) I forget that people got government names, man. You see, that's why I wanted to be Righteous Reg so people didn't know my government name and they couldn't be finding out crazy stuff that crazy people do. I mean, they can regardless because they're insane. But I'm going to give them a little bit of fences and things to jump over to get to it. <laughs> Some hoops. Hey, hey, if they jump through the hoops, they earned it, right? Exactly. You see. <laughs> Steven Marchuli says Brian versus Punk needs to happen. I'm Agreed. on board with that. Agreed. Jake Salazar sends in a super chat saying many men, many men wish death upon me. There you go. Blood in my eye, dog. And I can't see I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. Come Here on, Reg. Go. Them guns, then gums and gums. I can't talk anymore. In BCG, let's go, baby. Jake, what's going get on here? Out of here. You got Denise caught up in this mess with this stuff and these guns. Leave it, brother. Now that's hilarious, though. You had Denise uh rapping these mini men lyrics. She didn't know what she was getting into. She thought she was just reading the super chat, and you just got her all flustered. It's amazing content, and I appreciate you, but also I hate you. I was like, am I reading a promo that I don't remember? Am I reading a song here? Is someone talking smack to Reg? Am I reading a hate Amazing. tweet? What's happening? It's perfect. Thank you very much, uh, Jake Salazar, for that. Mm-hmm. Taylor Cannon says, I want to see Punk versus Cole like a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Jake Salazar says, my guy, Reg, real talk, mm-hmm. speak your sources. We need Naito. Uh, speak to your sources. <laughs> we need Naito and uh, Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. Would be high. I don't know because at the press conference, Orange Cassidy was talking about Zack Saber Jr. I don't know. I don't know which way they're gonna go here, but we've been craving this Naito and Orange Cassidy match for a long time, and it would be very hot. So either one of those matches, whatever they're doing with Orange, Orange is on a revolutionary, crazy generational run, which we're gonna get into very soon here. So yeah, that match would be amazing. And we got one from Bo Booth that says, "Oh my God, I thought it was Regis, like Regis and Phil." <laughs> You thought that was my full name, Regis? 
Come Don't on. Regis I know it's from Regis and Kelly. Yeah, that's right? it. That's hilarious. Okay. Regis. That's so funny. All right. So yeah. let's get into the topic that made me say I need to get Reg on this show. Mm. Because what, what we got here was a very, very steamy, hot, back and forth promo war between Adam Cole and MJF. So let's break down what happened here. There's a whole lot. So I'm going to summarize it as quickly as possible. But MJF goes out there. He does his usual bit where he's bearing uh, Colorado and he basically says that there's no competition here for him. This was something he also told Tony Khan in that media scrum that mm -hmm. it's embarrassing that there's no competition for him and that he's bored. So lo and behold, Adam Cole comes out during this MJF goes on. Uh, he says so much here, but some of the highlights is that he tells, he tells Adam Cole that when CM Punk got up and left at, left him as a kid, that he started watching Ring of Honor. But then he says, you know, I was going to change the channel because Ring of Honor sucks. Mm. But it was Adam Cole who got me to not change the channel, got me to be hooked. He then says he mirrored a lot of Adam Cole's path, a lot of his journey in the independent wrestling scene, saying that he studied his tape and all of that. And then he says that he was expecting if one day Adam Cole were to go to AEW that they would have the rivalry of a lifetime. But then he says that the guy who showed up, what happened to him? From here, he goes on to basically uh, belittle him and he tells them, you know, you sit at home behind your computer playing Twitch, hiding from the sun like Gollum. <laughs> Meanwhile, Britt takes uh, your balls in her purse and then he throws a shot at Adam Cole that a lot of, you know, trolls online like to throw at, at mm -hmm. Adam Cole. And he says, didn't you have the physique of a champion? You're so frail. You make crap whores jealous. Mm -hmm. Then he says that the company has done everything to try and make him be cool by giving him a reality TV show, etc. And he says, we haven't, they haven't done anything like that for me. What they do for me is the bell rings. Mm. After running down his accomplishments, he tells him, I have beaten every top guy. What makes you think that you're going to beat me? I heard a rumor that a certain individual in Titan Towers didn't think that you had top guy potential and that individual's name was Vince McMahon. And then MJF says he's a big fan of Vince. The yeah. crowd is chanting F that guy. And this all leads to Adam Cole basically, you know, telling him, you know, you're the guy that your fiance left you. You're a douchebag and you should take a piss test. And I'm the one that would pass, uh, you know, insinuate, insinuating some stuff about MJF. He then goes on to say that no one backstage respects MJF, that everyone hates him and thinks that he's conceited. And then MJF even brings up that he was going to be Keith Lee's manager. Mm -hmm. And so this all ends with a match that is being made and is taking place next week on Dynamite, an eliminator match mm -hmm. between MJF and Adam Cole. So I know I said a lot there, Reg, but let's break this <laughs> down. How did you feel about the body of this promo between MJF and Adam Cole? Denise, we can make a super cut of you going, you saying everything you just said about mjf like we can run it back to the four pillars match you're gonna go through the same monologue you just said mjf's gonna do the same things you just said we could go back to cm punk 
MJF's going to do the same thing you just said. Brian, same thing you just said. Every feud that MJF has had has had this promo. Tired of it. I've heard it. I got it. I see it. He flipped it this time to say that he likes the guy for a lot of it, but it's just the it feels like the same promo. It feels like I've seen this promo 30 times. Okay, uh, Adam Cole got him. He said something about his fiance. So did Sammy Guevara. So did CM Punk. So did Brian Danielson. What like it's not even anything. It's like, oh, he said he was on the gas. Ah, who cares, man? These are all wrestling tropes. You guys aren't saying any. We didn't learn one new fact in this promo. They were just like, Max was just going off on his Jim Cornette, what the fans are saying online on Twitter, like, oh, they'll like this, they'll react to this. Boring. And then it Cole came back with the MJF, you're this, you never wrestle, blah, 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 blah. Same old shit. I'm over it. I got it. I don't want to see it anymore, Max. You're better than this, big bro. But the issue here, Denise, is Max knows this 100%. Everything I'm saying right now means nothing because it's all in his little plan. This is how he works his matches. He Everything that he did tonight was calculated. He knows that I'm going to say, we've seen this promo again. He knows that everybody's going to say, here goes Max again because that's how he works his shit. It's just like, all right, bro, come on, man. We could have got to this another way. And I'm tired of this same promo. Give me something else. Darby Allen was doing promos because this guy's a good promo. And I'm like, yeah, I don't I, nah, I know. Like so it. did this not do anything for you to get you excited about this matchup? Don't care. Long hair. Don't care. Not at all. Not one bit. Like it didn't get me to want to see this match because MJF said that he doesn't have a good body and that he was going to be Keith Lee's match. I don't care about any of that. And I like... The Eliminator match, I, I think it's like, oh, that's fast. Why are we doing this match? What's this match going to lead to? We got Forbidden Door come up. I would have been, I would have liked this angle better being MJF, whoever his Forbidden Door opponent comes out and confronts him, tells him he ain't shit. They get into the, why MJF keeps saying that he hates New Japan. He keeps saying that he never watched it and that they're a good little indie. Why didn't that person come out and confront him? Because we're going to do it next week. But we had this bullshit promo for 20 minutes for no reason. So, Reg, now I knew this was how you felt because, again, I saw your tweets. Love your tweets, by the way. Thank you. But I have to say I completely felt opposite of you, like polar opposite. Now, I get what you're saying, because I have heard this about MJF from multiple people that they think that, you know, it's kind of maybe like a one trick pony type of thing where you're seeing the same things over and over from MJF. And is he ever going to bring anything new and this and that? However, every single time, whether he's in there with, uh, you know, CM Punk or Adam Cole, like today, William Regal, whoever it is that he's on these promo wars with, he always sucks me in in the way that his storytelling of everything is very mm -hmm. captivating to me when he's yes. talking about the because he doesn't just like go on a mic and start yelling things right no. like he's just like oh you you know whatever mm -hmm. right he tells a story and for mm -hmm. me that's the thing that works for me with mjf now i know a lot of people uh you know are over it or tired of it you know you mentioned you know you're one of those but i kind of see it as like hmm how is he going to like what story is he going to tell us right 
right now in this mm. promo. And him kind of telling that, you know, he mirrored uh, his career after Adam Cole and this and that, and then brought up those tropes. It's like, okay, we were all expecting that. Like, I was waiting. At one point, I'm like, mm, MJF saying way too many good mm. things about Adam Cole. <laughs> when is he going to turn this around? But then the issue is also MJF is a liar. So all those were lies. That's true. And we have seen him do that. So yeah, I get you here. But I like it though. I'm like, I like the low hanging fruit stuff. I okay. like the stories in it. Like that's I fair. like to hear these lines where I'm like, ooh, dang. That's fair. And that's, that that's what he's going for. So it worked. It worked. Right. And that's I don't want to take away from MJF, who is incredible on the mic and can get anybody captivated on any night like he's incredible even in this promo i was like oh yeah he's still cooking but i'm just like we're seeing it again it's just like again but it's still mjf he's still incredible and adam cole i love that he got to get the shine but it was just like what are y'all saying Oh, we got a lot of that. And I know our chat here is split. There are some people that love it, some people that that don't. So I love that we're getting two different versions of, you know, how we felt about it. But I got to tell you, though, uh, I'm so excited for this feud because I feel like, you know, we were talking about that Jericho Vortex and Adam Cole's not so great match, a double or nothing with Chris Jericho. And this is, you know, I, you know, I've been wanting to see the the hot feud for adam cole right yeah. the hot thing the thing that makes me go that is why i'm a fan of adam cole mm -hmm. and uh, you know obviously he just came back but this to me feels like the feud that is going to basically catapult adam cole to the top once again i like it yeah that's i think that's the best part of this feud is that they're gonna be great matches we've seen M mjf have great matches um, Adam Cole needs that big moment. We've been kind of waiting for it. The reality show was like the catapult to get to this. And I think he's going to excel. They're going to do some more of these promos that I'll probably hate. But every time Adam Cole's going to get more over because like MJF said, he is really great on the mic. Like Adam Cole's one of the best when you just like go out there with this mic, dude, and get over this thing. He's going to be able to do that. The matches are going to be great. And this is going to bring him up into a higher sphere than he is now. So that's great and all. I just tonight could have did without it and also the other pro about this is we mentioned what it does for adam cole i also mm -hmm. think this does a lot for mjf too mm -hmm. and the reason for that is okay again going back to double or nothing that four pillars match did you reg honestly believe that someone was going to defeat mjf in that match no i didn't i didn't think anybody was i didn't i, I think all those guys are great and i thought maybe if darby did do it people wouldn't be so surprised but i didn't believe in anybody beating mjf that night Exactly. So mm. with Adam Cole, MJF, if they do, when they do do decide to do the title match, I mm. would be like, oh my God, there's a real chance that Adam Cole can actually defeat MJF. And True. that's what MJF needs in this reign. These hot True. feuds with guys that you actually buy that they may actually beat him. Yeah, true. Because when, when he wrestled Brian in the Iron Man match, I actually believe, oh, Brian could beat this guy. It's Brian's match. It's an hour. Like, there's no no way MJF could beat this guy. Even the CM Punk's matches, it's like, Max is going to get outclassed by his little hero over here. And then the four pillars, it was just like, oh, Max is going to cook these guys on the mic and then cook these guys in the ring. They ended up having a great match regardless of that. But yeah, this time it's like, yo, Adam Cole could be AEW world champion. We wouldn't be surprised at all if at the end of this, Adam Cole's holding up the AEW world championship. So it's good. It's going to be fun.
I wouldn't hate it. So that's what I'm mm. excited about, by the way. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. I was a fan of everything here today. And I just mm. feel that it benefits both guys. But we got so many thoughts on this. People are sending yeah. in their super chats. Jake, Zel Jake Salazar says, righteous, <laughs> rageous Philbin. Oh my God, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Jake also sends in another one saying, uh, saying Ring of Honor sucks, sucks is a nasty. That's probably what it is. I'm probably just projecting. He insulted one of my favorite promotions of all time. And I'm just projecting. I'm like, don't you talk like that about Ring of Honor. Honor Max, you son of a gun. <laughs> Nick Beasley Wrestling says, do you think we get MJF versus Adam Cole at Forbidden Door? I'm going to say no. Mm -hmm. I would feel that that would be more of like an all-in type of match. Yes, agreed. I think they're going to, next week is probably going to lead to who we know MJF's opponent is. They're going to do the match at Forbidden Door. And then, yeah, just like Denise is saying, probably all-in or all-out. One of those, um, one of the big shows in the summer that's not Forbidden Door. Because let's not forget that MJF also said that, you know, New Japan also sucks. So we got to get somebody from New Japan that's like, hey, buddy, you said we suck. Well, exactly. let me show you something. Right. right. <laughs> Jake Salazar sends in a super chat saying, nah, TK should feed MJ MJF to Minoru Suzuki as punishment <laughs> for always acting a fool. I mean, obviously keep the title, but also get the ever loving piss beat out of him. Mm. I think everybody would enjoy that. Just see People Minoru would Suzuki. like that a lot. <laughs> just like him, like, ah, ah, with mm -hmm. the facials and everything mm -hmm. oh my yeah. god same thing with like uh tomohiro uh ishii like if yeah. he were to go in there with freaking uh mjf and just fucking hand him the business oh mm -hmm. that would be some good stuff there right. uh, heidi ho says sounds like this promo was basically a replay of the jim Cornette experience <laughs> i love it i just say uh, all that <laughs> yuriel andero says reg speaking facts jake That's salazar right. says in my opinion mjf hasn't had a great feud with promo matches let me restart. He says, in my opinion, MJF hasn't had a great feud with promo matches and build since CM Punk and Revolution last year. I disagree. Mm, you just mentioned yeah. Brian Danielson. The Brian Th step was really good, I thought. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. Christopher Marino says, I love you, Denise, but you are an easy mark. You love insults and they get you every time. I'm sorry. I do. That's like the point, right? Like they're going to get you to like react. You know what? That I'm a mark point. for low hanging fruit. You know what? Yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Every time he makes this WWE reference, he knows exactly who's going to like this. And Denise is like, yeah, get him MJF. That's it. It's great. Hey, I know what I like. At least I'm going See? into this knowing exactly. what I like. Because and we should what? not stop people from being fans and enjoying what they like even though people think i do that on twitter i love it i want denise to enjoy all the low-hanging fruit i want mjf to go all the way to the bottom with this shit bring up vince mcmahon of all people on the show again yeah i know i love stuff like that when he i'm like is he gonna say it is he gonna say it is he gonna say vince and then he goes vince mcmahon and i'm like he said it so easy so i'm easy. here for the clickbait words by the way you know why reg because I'm the Hollywood sicko. Yeah, it's true. That is very true. <laughs> Get your F star. <laughs> I know, right? Amir F sends in a super chat saying, prediction, Cole beats MJF next week. Then they open the first episode of Collision for the title. Ooh, I like that prediction. I don't hate oh, interesting. it. Interesting. Interesting. I don't, I mean, they just announced the main event of Collision. I don't know if they would bring that. But I don't know. That's a pretty good idea. I hadn't thought of that. That's. That's a way to sell this show, too, because you don't want to have one big match. You want to have as many big matches as you can have. And starting the collision show out with the AEW World Championship is a pretty good look. So It is, but they could also save it, too, you know, because CM Punk, I think, is big enough to get, to get the my balls, you know? Very true. Very true. 
Leonard Aarons III says, with Cole up now, there leaves three names on MJF's championship manifesto. Claudio, Hang, uh, Hangman Page, or Hanger? Sorry. Yeah, Hanger. Okay, that's what he meant. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Eddie Kingston. Love mm-hmm. the promo. Surprise, we're getting it next week in the Eliminator match. Osprey was right about Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Osprey was going in. <laughs> I can't say that. I have some Canadian friends. Canadians are great people. Brett the Hangman Hart's one of the greatest of all time. You're wilding. I only hear great things about Canadians, so I got nothing See? to add, but I don't have mm-hmm. any personal friendships with anybody who's Canadian, so mm. I can't give too many details. Uh, right. Jake Salazar says, Denise, did you see that felon is on Rampage? Hmm. What are we talking about here? On what did I felon. miss? Is this a D's nuts joke? <laughs> felon, <laughs> felon, <laughs> Rampage, nut, D's nuts. I feel I like this know. is a D's nuts joke because it Jake Salazar be. is known for doing for those jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm falling for that, Jake. Not today. Not today. All right. So, uh, all right. Now let's go ahead and kind of rewind a little bit. Like I said, there's mm-hmm. just so much to talk about here today. Uh, let's get into a match that I thought was an absolute banger. And we kind of knew that it was going to be based on based on their uh interactions as the final two at the battle royale in double or nothing mm-hmm. uh orange cassidy and swerve strickland i said this on twitter but they are like peanut butter and jelly they just yeah. go this was for the AEW international championship there was so much great stuff that we got here i'm talking like ddts from orange cassidy to the outside in the ring uh swerve always goes out there and tries something new so we were getting to see some of that um some really fun stuff here um all of these near falls back and Mm -hmm. forth and the ending saw swerve try to cheat by by holding by pulling the tights of orange cassidy uh, when he rolled him up and then orange cassidy returned the favor Mm -hmm. but the referee didn't see it so orange cassidy ends up getting the win uh you know cheats but it's kind of justified because swerve basically tried it too uh there was a lot of people on twitter reg that i saw that were kind of saying like hey i wanted swerve to kind of win this match did you, were you expecting a title change here or because things have just been going so strong with Orange Cassidy, were you not expecting it? Yeah, you know, I was in the middle because I was like a lot of people. I want Swerve, that's the homie, like he's been doing great. All the matches that he's been having have been amazing. But the run that Orange Cassidy has been on is pretty insane. And I love the recent string of the way that he's ending his matches because he's so beat up, he can't use his regular special moves like the orange punch hasn't been as strong because his hand's been hurt and he hasn't been using the beach break doesn't really hit as great because his body's all banged up he could barely go the one he hit on swerve wasn't the best because his body's all beat up and they're telling a great story from week to week with this guy and it's like swerve needs to have a championship could be that championship but i didn't think today was the day to do it and i love the finish of orange reversing him pulling the tights i think it shows that orange is getting desperate with the championship he's like i need to use any tactic i can do to keep this because i'm banged up and tony khan's not gonna stop throwing opponents at me so i gotta figure out every way to get out of this and to figure it out against somebody who they got on commentary swerve as like being a smart guy knowing to you know knowing how to work every angle in the match and for him to get outsmarted i think was a great way to finish the match yeah, I love this. And I think that these two guys, like, they're a match made in heaven in terms of, like, in-ring chemistry. Yeah. And somebody mentioned, oh, yeah. like, 
dude, Orange Cassidy has a lot of great in-ring chemistry with a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. think Swerve kind of stands out a little bit, uh, a little bit more. So it's, maybe it's recency bias. I don't know. But-, but Orange is on the run. Like I talked about on Twitter very recently, when we get this PWI 500 talk going, it's like Orange has a very strong case for number one, like as strong as any year ever. Like if we break down how many champion, how many title championship defenses he's had, he said, I think this is maybe 24. This is 24th or the 25th one that he had today uh, since October. And it's like, yo, this is a crazy run. He's had more than all the world champions at this point. And every match has been different. They've been with amazing opponents. They've been great. Near falls are insane. Orange Cassidy looks like the best in the world after every one. It's like, this is strong. It's going to be a tough battle going into this very soon because Kenny Omega has just been ridiculous it's gonna be hard roman reigns ah yeah no it's it's, it's gonna be a tough oh we're getting into a whole tough, other territory tough, there tough, tough. <laughs> i'm just like yo <laughs> i will say this though i feel bad that i wanted jeff jarrett to defeat orange cassidy when they had their match i take Denise, it back i'm happy on. that orange cassidy continued on and pressed uh, on could you imagine denise if this whole thing was just ended by jeff jarrett Hollywood I know, I know. It was just, you know, it was just one of those days, but hey, uh, Demon Murder. Uh, thank you so much to Demon Murder for sending in not one, but two Super Chats as well. I didn't write anything, but thank you so much regardless. Uh, you guys have no idea how far these go. Uh, Leonard Aarons III sends one in saying, this is my Orange Cassidy appreciation post. Excellent match. Ridiculously great run as champ. I'm calling it now. All out Orange Cassidy versus question mark for the AEW world title. Book mm. it interesting um i don't it know if it'll be soon. so soon yeah pretty soon i don't like he's going to be defending his own championship at all out probably at this rate jake salazar sends in a super chat saying i did see that subtle call out of uh, zach saber jr with that submission orange cassidy had on swerve at the beginning of the match and yep. also that was his pick by the way uh zach saber jr when he was asked about possible dream opponents at mm-hmm. forbidden door so yeah I mean, I don't know what more Easter eggs you need than that. Right. Uh, Demon Murder sends in a super chat. Thank you so much to Demon Murder, who says all of Orange's matches are epic. You yeah. want to know why? Because Orange Juice is really good. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's another stupid joke. I need all to stop. Right. Why am okay. I doing this, Reg? All right. <laughs> I bring it upon myself. I'm sorry. Right. When did I turn into a terrible dad-making dad uh, joke person? All the podcast. I just... Keep talking and talking, talking. You unlock something that was in there. It wasn't supposed to be for years, but you talked through all those years, and now we're here. So. Yeah, now that all that's left is dumb stuff. Jake Ooh. Salazar says, "Legitimately, Orange Cassidy is Wrestler of the Year." Yeah. Uh, also adding, uh, "Look, Reg, there will be no King of the Mountain. Welcome <laughs> to Planet Jarrett." Y'all are sick, man. Jeff Jarrett keeps showing up and keeps getting these matches. Now he's getting his wife a match. I'm like, this guy is the biggest finesser in the big hey, like yo do you want to match too babe come to work she had one of the biggest <laughs> she got one of the biggest moments on freaking double or nothing and the fans like freaking popped for that like massively shit i she stood did. up and i was like i stood up for my seat during yeah, that yeah yeah right 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 yeah no they, it definitely shifted the tide we were there in the crowd like the show was going fine but then when that happened it was like oh shit we're really in this and like so shout out to karen for that Jake I just shouted out a Karen. That's crazy. I know. I was thinking that too. Yeah, right that's now. I was like, I'm oh, sorry. Saying different. that out loud. I was like, oh, that feels weird. <laughs> it was like me saying Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Shout I felt like Karen. that. I was like, oh, oh, I don't know if I should say that out loud. <laughs> 
starting calling you KJ at this point because <laughs> I, I do feel bad for anybody that's named Karen because it's mm. like now your name is like you know it's kind of a, I would hate it if like a Karen was a Denise you know yeah exactly you would have to change your name I would totally change my name I my would name change my name too yeah. honestly mm-hmm. to like anything else I would anything say, anything I don't care I would change yeah. it to Katrina yeah. or what other K names are there for girls Kelly Kate. anything shout out to kate yeah some there you go kate as mm-hmm. well anything mm-hmm. uh jake salazar says denise took will's place of corny jokes you know what i do blame will i mean for this. you're yes i mean some points are being made here some of that just transferred onto you uh, will was like all right i'm out i have to distribute some of my things he distributed <laughs> a couple of things to me and phil he distributed that to you like i got the corny dad jokes yeah, okay okay <laughs> You grab from the pot and that's what you brought back. It's okay. Oh, it's almost mm-hmm. like when they put all of these things like in a, a little piece of paper and you wrap it up, you put it in a cup and then you yeah. pull out what you get. Everybody's like, grab one. And you're like, corny jokes. Oh, cool. Thanks. Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> Dream Ninja 77 says Orange Cassidy is current wrestler of the year. We got a couple mm-hmm. of people saying that. Yeah. Uh, Jake Salazar says Scott Steiner versus Wardlow special guest referee Jeff Jarrett. Jake. Classic Jake being a sicko. What is that? Why? Wait, you next you're gonna say Goldberg. You wouldn't want to see any of those Scott Steiner versus Wardlow or Goldberg. You want to see Scott Steiner versus Goldberg? I'm here for both of them. I'm here for both of them. I am a special guest referee, Jeff Jarrett. Ew, why do you want to see that? That's a WCW Saturday night match from 1999. I don't want to see that. You don't want to know. You want to know why I would want to see it? Because people would be talking about it. Okay, I see. What, I like I, things that make uh, people talk. I see what's going on here. I know. What, I, I see. I see your game, Denise. I see your game. You like it. You like the viral moments. You like the things like yes. that. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do love the viral moments. Like you mm-hmm. know for a fact, if next week Goldberg debuted in AEW, and this video was titled "Goldberg Debuts in AEW." There would be a shit ton of people in here going, oh, my God, Goldberg debuted in AEW. Why? Because people love that type of stuff. And they, even if they dislike it, they love to talk about the things that they dislike. Why are you putting this energy in the air, Denise? Why are you saying Goldberg and hey, AEW at the same time? I have a feeling we're going to see it. Freaking Tony Khan mm. had nothing but great things to say he about Goldberg. It, huh? Yeah, he was like, me and Goldberg are friends at this point. He was pretty excited about it. <laughs> Dude, he was like really going to town. I was like, okay, damn. I didn't realize they were that. I'm good of friends. Right. Shit. <laughs> Do you guys talk every day at this point? What's going on? He was on like, here? we have so much in common. We love and I'm like, you know what? He's right, actually. Right. Why met my dad. We were having a great time at the game. I'm like, yo, you guys went out on a date. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that press conference, by the way, and all, there's so much that we allude to from those press conferences because you get some news, but some newsworthy stuff from there. You can yeah. check them out here on the channel. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor Cannon says, I was so sad when Orange Cassidy versus Swerve ended. It was so good. It was one of those fight forever matches. I don't think it's over. That's the thing. I don't think this is the last time that we're going to see Swerve and Orange Cassidy in there. This ending was like Swerve's going to have a like, you didn't really beat me. You did this. So like, I think we're going to be continuing it. So don't be too uh, sad. I hope don't you're right. Mm-hmm. Jake Salazar says Jeff Jarrett should bring main event mafia to AEW, but replace Booker <sighs> T with Stokely. I'm getting out laugh. of this chat. Y'all are nasty. Main event mafia, Jeff Jarrett. Demon murder says, um, let's see what we got here. Raw era was viral moments every episode for years. Honestly, you know, and when I used to watch in 1998, it would end with the viral moment. The next day we'd all be talking about it at school. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like social media, but it was like real life social media. So, you know, okay. 
maybe do you think because i remember like fifth grade fifth grade was the one mm -hmm. that i remember the most which was when the ring broke with brock lesnar and big show and all of that mm -hmm. that was the one that i most remember when i think of like viral moments and in school because yeah. that was the day that i realized that i wasn't the only person who watched wrestling right and all of a sudden i'm like wait you guys were all fans and you guys were all treating me like shit for being a wrestling fan okay that thanks. was always a pivotal moment mine's was i'm a little bit like i said 1998 so like when <laughs> Kids started coming to school with uh, DX and Austin 316 and NWO shirts. And I was like, wait a second. I thought I was the big nerd because I liked wrestling. And now all of a sudden wrestling's cool. So it's been waves like that for many years. And yeah, it, it used to be that it was word of mouth talked about. But now we just all tweet about it. Exactly. So maybe because we're not tweeting about it, it's like, oh, we don't show up to, and I'm not going to show up to work. Like if I worked in an office, I ain't going to show up and be like, oh my God, did you see that MJF Adam Cole promo? I would look like that's not water cooler talk, Denise. It's not every time, by the way, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, but anytime anyone brings up wrestling or they find out that you're a wrestling fan, the first thing that they always tell me is there's two things. Oh, you're a girl and you like wrestling. And the other one is, oh yeah, I used to watch wrestling back in the day. Oh. Uh, you know, oh Stone Cold, God. either they mentioned Stone Cold and The Rock or they mentioned uh, the Macho Man, the Ultimate yeah. Warrior, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They don't mention anybody else. That's If I had it. a nickel for every time someone says, I used to watch that, I'd have five million nickels at this point. I've heard it so many times throughout my life. It's crazy. People always want to tell us that. And uh, I'm happy that they stopped with the, and you know, it's fake, right? Because that doesn't <gasps> usually come up anymore, which is great to live in a fake space because that used to always be the first question. I'd be like, oh, I like wrestling. I'm 13. And then my grandma or someone would be like, you know, it's fake. like, why are you ruining this illusion for me, grandma? That's rude. I, I want to be in on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Every it's still time. real to me, Every damn time. it. Every time, but yeah, I agree. Like, do I, I'm so happy, yeah, by the way, that we don't get that that much yeah. anymore. Right. And like, my whole thing, whenever people bring that up, I'm like, I feel so like, I feel like I have to go into this whole explaining. Model. I don't want to go into the big monologue about you watch Marvel, it's the same, but because they don't want to hear it, they don't care, but it's the same, you guys. Jeez, I go into the way that I describe it, I'm like, oh, well, it's an art form. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I, hate, I hate myself whenever you I have to get go glasses, out and explain like, it. glasses just appear out of the sky in your face, and you're like. Like, a monocle <laughs> just Whoa, the monocle. let me tell you <laughs> it is an art form uh, these are athletes they train for years and years <laughs> and you can get you can get hurt oh, man. but yeah it pisses me off though by the way so yeah, yeah if anybody's ever it. gotten the you know it's fake right nah. send them over here jake salazar <laughs> sends in a super chat saying i'd legit pop for goldberg versus wardlow you see what i mean I would too. Damn it. <laughs> Reg, what the hell? It you would be fun. I don't know. What do you want? gave a whole speech. I don't know. I'm a hypocrite. It would be fun. Wardlow and him just crashing. Goldberg comes out with the bloody head from hitting his head on a locker before the match. Come on, dude. No, I just like, honestly, the thing that it is, people are going to be like, here he goes again. But like the way that WWE use Sting and the way that AEW use Sting, I'm like, I think that Tony Khan would know like the limits that go, like he wouldn't never make that Goldberg and Undertaker match. Like he's going to put these people in the be best positions because that's what he's done for Sting the whole time. Like we've been loving Sting matches 
because he's been put in the best position. He's been putting these multi-man matches, he's been putting positions to look like a great, cool legend. And I think that's what would happen and why I wouldn't hate it. I don't want to see it. Goldberg, stay your ass at home because this is Team Bret Hart forever. But, you know, I wouldn't be mad at it. Man, you know, Reg, uh, I want you to make the uh, I'm a hypocrite, hypocrite t-shirt or like that makes that needs to be your slogan it is what it is man i'm sorry <laughs> uh, jake Salazar says last one reg i want hobbs to join team tna all right just get him out of here he's done for the night that's it it's a wrap for you come on meet normus sends in a super chat saying what's good reg and denise i'm late but wanted to show some love going to dynamite next week meet and mm. greet for those in the dmv yep big huh? show over there uh meet because his name's meet normus Oh, okay. I was like, wait, wait, what's happening? DMV. Hold on. Where are they at next week? <laughs> They're in uh, Washington, DC, but that's like what they call it. The DMV. Wait, what? I didn't know. You don't this. know that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's explain. like, they call Washington, DC, the DMV is the area. It's the representation, all kinds of things about it. It's going to be in uh, Washington, DC next week. There's a very big show. I don't know the specifics on it because I'm not from the DMV, but I know that's what they call it. I have a lot of friends out of there. There's a lot of very cool things and I still want to make a trip out there one day. That'd be dope. Bro, I was thinking they're gonna do something at the department. Oh, motor, you meant you thought like the DMV with your cars? Like, that make any sense? They're gonna do a uh, meet and greet at the DMV? What the? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Meet Chris Batlander that. at the Third Street DMV next week. <laughs> oh God, then poor people. If the, if the meet and greet was at the DMV, oh no, everybody would be in line forever. Be like, take wow. a number. Wow, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Corey MacArthur says, I agree with Reg. Uh, got your name right this time. LOL. Swerve needs a <laughs> championship, and hopefully that will come soon. Goldberg and AEW would be dope. See, y'all are, we have to stop. There's too much of this Goldberg energy in the air. Somebody's going to smell something. Somebody's going to call him, and he's going to show up, and he's going to spear and jackhammer a bunch of people. We're going to be like, damn, that was cool. I know. I see what you guys are saying, man. Whatever. Reg, I know you're gonna go nuts with this one. Richard Martinez says, "Used to say wrestling is art. Now I say it's cinema." Oh, I I read your tweets on this. Not falling for that. <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> Why are y'all doing this to me? <laughs> Come on. I, you know it's funny because in Twitter world, in Twitter world, if you give mm-hmm. your opinions, everybody trashes you on Twitter. In podcast yeah. world, people want to hear you say, like, tell me why you don't think it's, you know, cinema. Tell right, me right, why right. you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. so I find that funny. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that find it silly to refer to pro wrestling as cinema. <laughs> so take that for what you will. I'm undecided, to be honest. When it comes to that, I'm a little bit undecided. I it think really the people, doesn't bother where me. people are getting it confused with me is they think I'm saying that it sucks i'm just saying refer to it as what it is like it is great it it, the bloodline shit is cool i the last week's angle i was like into it but it's not cinema it's pro wrestling like i as a somebody that's been a pro wrestling fan my entire life i don't want i want people to use descriptors that describe pro wrestling like that shit was heat that shit was this that shit was this not it was cinema because it's not cinema it's professional wrestling but if you draw it, I, I'm going to go on record. If you want to call it that, call it that. I don't care. I'm still going to shame you, and we're going to fight, and I don't care because it's not cinema. It's pro wrestling. 
See, I, I get, I love your perspective on this because I don't disagree with it. And I yeah. don't mind when people, it doesn't bother me when people say it's cinema, yeah. but when you right. get into the real logistics of it all, it's like, yeah, you know, we ain't going to see Roman Reigns get nominated for, you know, an, an Oscar and he's going to, you know, win over freaking Brandon Frazier and freaking win. Yes, the Brandon know? Frazier just like dedicated six months of his life to being a fat person or something. <laughs> and then here comes Roman Reigns from Friday Night Smackdown. They're going to be like, from where? What movie did he do? Oh, he did SmackDown on Fox. And they're going to be like, what is SmackDown on Fox? I didn't see that movie this year. Roman Reigns, I want to thank the, Acad the, the Academy for acknowledging me. Oh, come on. Everybody goes out there and thanks the Academy. I want to thank the Academy. For acknowledging me. Thank you. That's uh, Chi-Town Spurs says, I was one of the you-know-it's-fake-right kids in school, and I've never been a bigger fan than I am now. Funny how it all worked out. That, my friend, is karma. Karma came, came back, back to you. back on your ass, Chi-Town. No, for real. That's like... <laughs> That's how you, that's what you call growth. You know, you said yeah. it and then you were like, actually, this is pretty fun. It is fake, but I like it. And so, yeah, there we are. I love it. I love it. Now your punishment is being a wrestling fan. Congratulations. <laughs> Karma got you. Now you're watching podcasts with two people talk about it. Uh, Demon Murder says Team Undertaker forever. Question uh, check mark. Check what mark. Undertaker got to do with this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe because I said the Goldberg thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Jake Salazar says, in all honesty, replace the guns with Hobbs. Let Hobbs be unstoppable powerhouse monster of BCG. Leonard Aarons III sends in a super chat saying, throwing this out there now, Jay Juice, the guns, and Joe in uh, Bullet Club Gold. Who says no? Ah, I don't know. how. I'm not that big of a fan of the guns. I've tried, been there, tried that. <laughs> it's not clicking for me. I'm sorry. You I don't want to like be the end of this show? I hate being a hater. I did not like this. No. And we might as well talk about that now because I almost yes. forgot we had to talk about this. Yes. Uh, the but end we, of this show. We saw Ricky Starks versus Jay White. And Jay White, this was a fun match, by the way. But Jay yeah, White gets the victory. Uh, and this was help he was helped out by the gun to go in there and take out Starks. Uh ref never sees it because there had been a ref bump prior to this. Denise and does not like this. This is where we're at right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be a hater because I hate being a hater. And like, I'm always like, I'm I'm never confident when I when I dislike something. Mm -hmm. I don't feel confident telling people this is why I dislike yeah, it. Sometimes no, you just dislike something. It's not yeah, for okay. you. And yeah. I don't have some brilliant dictionary explanation for why I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. Not for you. Not for you. That's exactly how I feel about the guns so i felt the same way when they came down there it was just like i tweeted lol because it was like there's some wrestlers that i don't want to see them ever i don't care what they do like baron corbin is in this list the miz Oh, I uh, saw all the hate you got, by the way, from the Miz fans on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I even said that out loud. Baron Corbin, the Miz, Jake Hager, and the guns. Like, not like, I don't like them. This is wrestling. I don't want to see them. This is like, I'm going to turn the channel when they're on, and I don't turn the channel from any wrestling. And that's where the guns lie for me. I just don't, like, want, I don't even want to get it. Like, that's where I land with these guys. So this tonight, I was like, Ugh, throw it away. Next one. Twin, tinder swipe left you're like i don't even want to give it a chance no chances for me i'm out dude i don't want it uh another super chat here from jake who says nah cinema man 
punk cinema man punk cinema is back man, with punk. ftr on collision <laughs> jake you are gone he also says hobbs and goldberg for tag champs and then he also adds this was all over reg they was all over reg for being real this Ooh, they was on my ass boy i had to disconnect from the internet i was like i'm getting off of here i don't know why oh the cinema tweets denise how do you deal with this oh do it's simple i mute everybody that's it just mute every you don't see nothing just mute, mute no mute mute, mute, mute. No, there's times where like, I, I know like someone will show me like, hey, did you see, like, I didn't notice there was one thing that I posted. Uh, I'm not going to say what it was because I don't really feel like bringing that negativity in here. But there was one thing that I posted that was like so innocent and so fun. And someone turned it into like the most pervert thing mm -hmm. and like the most, uh, they turned it into a pervert thing and they also turned it into like a tribalism thing. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea about it. I found out probably a week later. Now, keep in mind, this had been quote retweeted and there was dozens and dozens and dozens of comments. I had mm. no idea. I Never only found out it. because someone told me and I was like, oh, wait, that's on my Twitter account. Mm. Yeah, that's on your Twitter account. But actually, Twitter's really good at not showing me bullshit. Same here. Only the exactly same thing that you described. Only time I see anything about me is when somebody was like, did you see this? I'm like, no, I didn't see it for a reason. So maybe our friends, we don't, we didn't see it the first time and we don't want to see it the second time. I don't want to see that. Like people are talking shit about us. Cool. Keep it over there. I'm not gonna, cause if you show me, I'm gonna go fight and I don't want right. to go fight. So just leave it. Exactly. I've, I've, you know, I have new rules for Twitter before I used to fight and argue with people every now and then I never argued about wrestling, by the way, let me mm -hmm. rephrase that. I don't care if people have different wrestling opinions, but when people are coming out here and calling you all these terrible things and when yeah, they start know, making it personal, it's like, right, all right, yeah. right. When it's directed mm -hmm. specifically towards you. And I've gotten mm -hmm. to the point where I'm like, Ooh, I got too many responsibilities now. And I have to uphold, you know, this, uh, you know, reputation or whatever. I can't mm -hmm. be lowering myself anymore. And so I don't True. respond to things like that. My new rule is I'm only ever going to respond to something if it really calls for me to have to respond to that. Right. And if not, then just let it be Forget because it. Yeah. you can't argue with people. Mm -mm. Especially these people. There are some characters out there, character selection. So yeah, I'm just going to start <laughs> taking your advice and that, because none of it does anything. Like even if you get a person, it's like, oh, I burned them, but who cares? And so it doesn't. I feel like at the end of the day, you lose more by responding to the troll tweets than, than they do because they go yes. for them. It's like, oh, hell yeah, I got a reaction out of Reg. Mm -hmm. I got a reaction out of Denise. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for clout. And yep. you lose more because it's like totally. your peers are seeing that. Your peers Everybody's are seeing, seeing us over there being like, oh, fuck you, guy, blah, blah. Right? Like, that's not good for anybody. That's it's not. not. And yeah. so, yeah, I had to, you know, I've learned a lot of Twitter lessons in my lifetime now. Mm. <laughs> Shy Town Spurs sends in a super chat saying that new bout Roman has looked straight out of the mummy returns. Brandon <laughs> Fraser should it totally does. go after it. Oh man, it doesn't really. I, I mean, I've seen the mummy returns and I love the ride at Universal Studios, but I, that wasn't what popped into my mind. Just like the about. gold background looks like a prize that Indiana Jones would be trying to go and get or something, you know? I get it. <laughs> Bo Booth sends in a super chat saying, I have really yelled out, it's not fake, it's performance out in a crowded room. Oh, bless your heart, Bo. Bless your heart. Demon Murder says, wrestling fans since the 80s, and I love it forever. I feel love like and most people that I know that are wrestling fans have been since they were a kid. You know, yeah. it's a lifelong thing. And once you once you get stuck to it, you ain't leaving. Right. That's something that, that that's how it was for me because some of the people that'll say I used to watch it when they were young, like 
they fell out of it. But for a lot of us, it just like never fell out of it. That's what people ask me. Like, you still watch it? I'm like, yeah, it just never stopped. <laughs> I don't know. So I have something really <laughs> embarrassing to say, and maybe people will find this funny. But my husband was, you know, at work and his uh his boss was like bra- his former boss, no longer his boss, but his boss mm. was bragging because his wife is an investigator. Mm. And he was kind of like, you know, making her like really building her up. And I told my husband, I was like, Ooh, you're going to have to sit this one out, honey, because <laughs> your wife is a wrestling YouTuber. Right. <laughs> like y- his wife's an investigator, honey, you're going to have to sit this one out and take the L. Don't even like, say, Hey, shit. what does your wife do? Oh, she talks about dudes and women and people in tights wrestling. Sometimes they're in Japan. Sometimes they're in Mexico. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Wait, with like Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, like that. (laughs) It's like true. It's like super random. Like it's embarrassing, but embarrassing in a good way, right? Shytown's first says can't fire a bullet without guns. Here y'all go. Here y'all go. Jake Salazar sends in another super chat saying how Reg feels about the guns. I feel that way about, uh, uh, oh, he calls him demonic Mysterio. <laughs> uh, that guy sucks in absolutely everything. Wrestling, get this man off TV forever. Hey, the man gets good heat, guys. I've turned I've turned the cheek on. Or is that how you say it? Turn the cheek on? I've turned yeah. the, uh, I've turned sure. the something on Dominic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Jake Salazar also says Toru Yana versus Jeff Jarrett at Forbidden Door. Dude, the comedy that that would be. That's a good match for Jeff. Not anything caught for a championship like he's been getting every pay-per-view. Crazy. And Demon Murder says Goofy's in every group. Just got to laugh at them. Yeah, True. that's really all you got to do. True. All right. Oh, thank you. Sterling273 says turn the other, other cheek. cheek. Yeah, that's what all right. Is. I'm like, turn the cheek. There's something missing in there. <laughs> all right. Um, And let me just kind of get into some of the other things that we need to talk about for uh, yeah. AW really quickly. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus uh, Chaos. We had Brian Danielson on commentary. The Bullet Club wins. Uh, mm-hmm. We then had the Bucks and Hangman Page issue a challenge for a six-man tag team match match next week against Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuda, which yep. Danielson ended up accepting on the behalf of the BCC. Uh, any mm-hmm. thoughts on this, Reg? Uh, not, the match next week is going to be super hot. I'd love to see the Young Bucks back. We're seeing them back with Adam Page. Um, people have been wanting that for a long time. They're continuing this Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. We're hoping to see some other matches come out of this. This is a great way to start it. I'm excited about this. I agree. Uh, Jungle Boy, uh, Jack Perry teaming up with Hook to take on Preston Vance and Dralistico. Mm-hmm. Uh, they win this match. Uh, Jungle Boy and Hook have a nice fun. I love seeing them get the win like together at the same time with their own like move set. That that was really cool. Yep. Uh, we saw a brutal like T-bone suplex spot um, <laughs> from Hook, which he took a nasty bump on the fucking yeah. table. Like, at one point, oh I'm God. like, did he even land on the table? It looks <laughs> so ugly. Yeah, but it wasn't it was... until they showed the other angle where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, he actually did land on the table a bit. Right. Yeah. This match was pretty brutal. Preston Vance had a juicer gusher. Like there was blood everywhere. The hook was slipping and all kind of, this was kind of chaos. Like I didn't expect it to be so chaotic, but you know, those damn Roosh and his brothers and those Rudo uh, luchadors, they just are just so angry and mean and they want people to be bloody. They want to see blood. They want destruction. This match was that super fun. 
Love that. Yeah, it was quick and fast. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Takeshita defeats Demon Ace. And this was really just Demon Ace getting like one strike. And then Takeshita <laughs> uh, basically ends up hitting him with a running knee strike. End of this match. And uh, Don Callis hits a promo. And in this promo, he's talking. He says that Kenny Omega has been like a cancer in his body. <laughs> and he goes, what do you do with cancer? You cut it out. Me and my family are going to cut the elites out of this company. Once again, he's saying that everything that has ever happened to Kenny Omega is because of Don Callis mm-hmm. and uh, again he got he he didn't get as much heat as he did in San Diego but it was still definitely there uh, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about this uh, I thought the angle was pretty hot I like that there Takeshita I like the position he's playing he just sat back the whole time like I'm gonna beat your ass most interesting part about this is Don Callis saying his family who else is in this family who else are you talking about who else is gonna join this little thing Where's Kenny at? Not to mention the the Bucks and and Hangman were here today, but we haven't seen Kenny in a couple weeks. He's apparently still in Canada. We're about to be in Canada soon. A lot of interesting things here. Yeah, I'm curious too. I'm glad that you mentioned the whole family aspect because I'm like, there's two people. I mean, like, yeah, two people yeah, in the right. family, but I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> but like still though, when you think of a family, you at least think of like more than five. A couple, yeah, four or five at least. Like two people, that's like y'all are a duo. I don't know. <laughs> uh Chris Statlander defeated Anna Jay for the TBS championship. Uh, and afterwards we see Taya Valkyrie is watching on the screen. Any thoughts on this one? Uh, this is just pretty run of the mill. I'm happy that Chris Statlander is going open challenges every week. She's defending it. She's a baby face. She's hot out here. Um, Taya's been really fun. I liked what she did with Jade. She's always a great opponent to have because she's a veteran and she's a, always a threat for any title. We believe that she can win any championship ever. So having her as opponent is always great. I want to get your prediction on uh, the four-way that's taking place on Rampage. So we're going to have Britt Baker versus Sky Blue versus Mercedes uh, Martinez and Nyla Rose mm-hmm. take uh, all in the four-way. And the winner of that is going to face Tony Storm next week on Dynamite. Uh, is there anybody here that you're like, oh, this is the person that's going to win? Uh, I'm Mercedes Martinez just randomly being inserted in this match has me very interested. I'm kind of hoping that she wins it because her a match with her and Tony Storm would be pretty fun. But, you know, anytime that Britt Baker's involved in kind of like a number one contender thing, it's hard to count her out of this match. But if it was for me, I'd probably go with Mercedes just because that's a new interesting match that you could just have on Dynamite next week. That'll be pretty dope. And it almost feels like they put her in there for a purpose, for a reason. Right, yeah. Like, it's ran- Like what are you doing here? I- I'm happy to see you here, but that's pretty random. But it is hard to not go with, oh, it possibly being Britt Baker. Because it's just right. like, how do you have Britt Baker lose this match? Right. Um. All right. So, and uh, we pretty much went through everything that happened on Dynamite. We are going to go ahead and get into our last Super Chats here. And uh, this one here is from Jake Salazar, who says, you know, Jarrett was in Bullet Club. I'm just saying Justin Martin sends in a super chat saying the BCC are my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Everything they say and do is so believable. Mm-hmm. The bloodline wishes they were as cool as the BCC. Oh, Justin Martin's about to start some drama. Stand Two away. totally different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I'm, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Jake says, y'all think Don helps will beat Kenny Omega. Ooh. I could see that. I could see that. Going to be interesting to see. What they do at Forbidden Door is Will Ospreay a part of this family that Don's been talking about. They've been putting out some little teases, some little Easter eggs. 
Man, I can't wait to see that match again, by the way. I'm very much looking forward to that. The last one absolutely killed and mm -hmm. can't wait to see Forbidden Door. At least with the two matches that have been announced already, it's things to get excited about. Yep. Alrighty, everybody. Um, Dynamite next week, they did announce uh, we're going to be having MJF versus Adam Cole in the AEW World Title Eliminator match. Tony Storm is going to defend her AEW Women's Title against whoever wins the Rampage 4-Way. We're also going to be seeing the Mogul Embassy take on Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Sting, and Keith Lee. The Young Bucks and Hangman Page will take on John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta. And then once again, we are 10 days away from Collision. I will be here doing a watch along on June 17th for Collision. And then afterwards, I'll be doing a post show. So you'll be getting, you know, a double stuffed <laughs> episode of Speak Now Pro <laughs> Wrestling here. Uh, so it'll be really fun. And of course, uh, the match that was announced was uh, we're going to be seeing CM Punk and FTR take on Jay White, Juice Robinson, and some Moa Joe for Collision. Uh, mm -hmm. Reg, I want to thank you so much for really hopping onto this podcast. I literally reached out to you as Dynamite <laughs> was going on. Right. And I was so, I was like, man, he's probably not even going to see this message, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for doing the show with me. Uh, please let the people know where they can watch you and support you and all of that good stuff. You know, you can see me every Saturday morning, Grab City Podcast of Phil Lindsay on the FIFO Network, FIFO YouTube, talking about all the things of the week. Tomorrow every, and every Thursday, you can catch me on the Ring of Honor post show with Kate. Also on Wednesdays, I'm with Mike on Indeed, RochesReg.Bandcamp.com if you're going to hear some raps. Uh, it's going to be some of my raps coming up here and fight forever. So get that game. And I'm always around. You know, you can find me on Twitter there. Maybe not as often because it's crazy outside and I want to keep my sanity. Thank you for having me, Denise. This is always, every time we get on the pod, it's just fun and easy. So appreciate it you. It is. I love it. No, I love your analysis. I've said mm. this to you uh, in person and I'll say it on the air too, but you're my husband's favorite Twitter account, <laughs> by the way. He always Thank sends you. me screenshots and I'm like, I saw it already. He's <laughs> on my timeline. Like I'm seeing this and you're resending me this. I love it. Shout out to him, man. Very cool to meet him. <laughs> yeah, really awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. Guys, you know where to find me, uh, Denise uh, at underscore Denise Salcedo on all of the social medias. Please make sure to subscribe to this channel. I'm about to hit 113,000 subscribers Woo! here. So please join up up on here i'm live tuesdays for nxt wednesdays for AEW, fridays for smackdown i will be here this friday and then again starting june 17th i will be here for uh collision so thank you guys so much to everybody watching and uh we'll catch you guys on the next episode of speak now pro wrestling uh goodbye everybody